A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to the Queens of England podcast. Supplemental Henry VIII's love letters to Anne Boleyn. Henry's love and desire for Anne Boleyn is one of history's most oft-told stories. I've talked about all of this before, but often we see it through other people's eyes and prejudices, and I include myself in that because no one is perfect. Therefore, this Valentine's Day, I thought I'd read you all the love letters that the married king sent to the woman whom he courted relentlessly. There are seventeen in all, and sadly, we have none of Anne's replies, making this all rather lopsided. I'm afraid. They all survive in the Vatican Archive for reasons passing understanding, and rather unhelpfully, they are not dated. I've put them in a generally accepted order, but not everyone agrees with it. Just over half of them are written in English, with the rest, including the first five, written in French. They appear to have been written from around 1526 when Henry began his romantic pursuit of Anne, and May 1529 when the Legatine Court opened. They are signed at the bottom in different ways, which I will bring up at the end of the letter. And are a truly fascinating window into the mind of Henry. Okay, so the way I'll do this is this: I'll read the letter, and then afterwards briefly talk about anything of interest that comes up. Okay, that's enough build-up. Let's get going. Letter one. My mistress and friend, my heart and I surrender ourselves into your hands, beseeching you to hold us commended to your favour. And by that absence, your affection to us may not be lessened, for it were a great pity to increase our pain, of which absence produces enough, and more than I could ever have thought could be felt. Reminding us of a point in astronomy which is this: the longer the days are, the more distant is the sun, and nevertheless the hotter. So is it with our love, for by our absence we are kept a distance from one another, and yet it retains its fervour, at least on my side. I hope the like on yours, assuring you that on my part the pain of absence is already too great for me, and when I think of the increase of that which I am forced to suffer, it would be almost intolerable. But for the firm hope I have of your unchangeable affection for me, and to remind you of this sometimes, and seeing that I cannot be personally present with you, I now send you the nearest thing I can to that, namely my picture set in a bracelet with the whole of the device, which you already know. Wishing myself in their place, if it should please you, this from the hand of your most loyal servant and friend, H. R. This letter starts the collection off, and it's one of the most touchingly romantic of them. Slightly less romantic is the fact that he would later make a similar gift of a portrait and jewelry to Jane Seymour. Letter two. 
to my mistress, because the time seems a very long time since I have heard concerning your health and you. The great affection I have for you has induced me to send you this bearer, to be better informed of your health and pleasure. And because, since my parting from you, I have been told that the opinion in which I left you is totally changed, and that you would not come to court either with your mother, if you could, or in any other manner, which, report, if true, I cannot sufficiently marvel at, because I am sure that I have since never done anything to offend you, and it seems a very poor return for the great love which I bear you to keep me at a distance both from the speech and the person of the woman that I esteem most in the world. And if you love me with as much affection as I hope you do, I am sure that the distance of our two persons would be a little irksome to you, though this does not belong so much to the mistress as to the servant. Consider well, my mistress, that absence from you grieves me sorely, hoping that it is not your will that it should be so. But if I knew for certain that you voluntarily desired it, I could do no other than mourn my ill fortune, and by degrees abate my great folly. And so, for lack of time, I make an end to this rude letter, beseeching you to give credence to this bearer in all that he will tell you from me. Written by the hand of your entire servant, H.R. So here we see that Anne is playing that hard-to-get game that she is so famous for. Henry is begging her to come back to court and be with him. Henry seems to get ever more desperate as the letter goes on. He is clearly besotted. Letter 3 The uneasiness my doubts about your health gave me disturbed and alarmed me exceedingly, and I should not have had any quiet without hearing certain tidings. But now, since you have as yet felt nothing, I hope, and am assured that it will spare you, as I hope it is doing with us. For when we were at Walton, two ushers, two valets de chambre, and your brother, Master Treasurer, fell ill, but are now quite well. And since we have returned to our house at Hunsdon, we have been perfectly well, and have not at present one sick person, God be praised. And I think, if you would retire from Surrey, as we did, you would escape all danger." There is another thing that may comfort you, which is that, in truth, the distemper few or no women have been taken ill, and what is more, no person of our court and few elsewhere have died of it. For which reason I beg you, my entirely beloved, not to frighten yourself nor be too uneasy at our absence, for wherever I am, I am yours. And yet we must sometimes submit to our misfortunes, for whoever will struggle against fate is generally but so much the farther from gaining his end. Wherefore, comfort yourself and take courage and avoid the pestilence as much as you can, for I hope shortly to make you sing La Renvoyée, no more at present from lack of time, but that I wish you in my arms, that I might a little dispel your unreasonable thoughts. Written by the hand of him who is and always will be yours. This letter refers to a bout of sweating sickness that swept through England at the time. This is the first letter that is not simply signed H.R. or Henry Rex, i.e. Henry the King. He encloses the H.R. inside the word immutable, which of course means ceaseless and unchanging, reflecting his love for her. Letter 4 On turning over in my mind the contents of your last letters, I have put myself into great agony, not knowing how to interpret them, whether to my disadvantage, as you show in some places, or to my advantage, as I understand them in some others, beseeching you earnestly to let me know expressly your whole mind as to the love between us two. 
It is absolutely necessary for me to obtain this answer, having been for above a whole year stricken with the dart of love, and not yet sure whether I shall fail of finding a place in your heart and affection, which last point has prevented me for some time past from calling you my mistress. Because, if you only love me with an ordinary love, that name is not suitable for you, because it denotes a singular love, which is far from common." But if you please to do the office of a true loyal mistress and friend, and to give up yourself body and heart to me, who will be and have been your most loyal servant, if your rigour does not forgive me, I promise you that not only the name shall be given you, but also that I will take you for my only mistress, casting off all others besides you out of my thoughts and affections, and serve you only. I beseech you to give an entire answer to this my rude letter, that I may know on what and how far I may depend. And if it does not please you to answer me in writing, appoint some place where I may have it by word of mouth, and I will go thither with all my heart, no more for fear of tiring you. Written by the hand of him who would willingly remain yours, H.R. This is a very important letter, as it is where Henry makes Anne the offer of becoming his official mistress, not simply another one of his conquests, like her sister or Bessie Blount. Letter 5. For a present so beautiful that nothing could be more so, considering the whole of it, I thank you most cordially not only on account of the fine diamond and the ship in which the solitary damsel is tossed about, but chiefly for the fine interpretation and the too humble submission which your goodness hath used towards me in this case. For I think it would be very difficult for me to find an occasion to deserve it, if I were not assisted by your great humanity and favour, which I have always sought to seek, and will seek to preserve by all the kindness in my power, in which my hope has placed its unchangeable intention, which says, Aut ilic aut nullibi. Translation, If not this, then nothing. The demonstrations of your affection are such, the beautiful mottoes of the letter so cordially expressed, that they oblige me forever to honour, love, and serve you sincerely, beseeching you to continue in the same firm and constant purpose, assuring you that, on my part, I will surpass it rather than make it reciprocal, if loyalty of heart and a desire to please you can accomplish this. I beg also, if at any time before this I have in any way offended you, that you would give me the same absolution that you ask, assuring you that henceforward my heart shall be dedicated to you alone. I wish my person was so too. God can do it if he pleases, to whom I pray every day for that end, hoping that at length my prayers will be heard. I wish the time may be short, but I think it long till we see one another. Written by the hand of that secretary, who in heart, body and will, is your loyal and most assured servant. Altri Michelse. This is also a very interesting letter, as Henry refers to a present that Anne gave him a sign of submission, and an acquiescence to his offer of marriage. The present was an image of a damsel on a storm-tossed ship. You don't need to be a genius to work out the symbolism there. This letter also has one of the most interesting signatures. At one end is H, the other is R, and in the middle is Ultre Nechercé, which means either here or nowhere. And in the middle of that is a heart with the letters AB. Isn't that just kicking the crotch, sweet? Letter 6. The reasonable request of your last letter, with the pleasure also that I take to know them true, causeth me to send you these news. The legate, which we most desire, arrived at Paris on Sunday or Monday last past, so that I trust by the next Monday to hear of his arrival at Calais, and then I trust within a while after 
to enjoy that which I have so long longed for, to God's pleasure and our both comforts. No more to you at this present, mine own darling, for lack of time, but that I would you were in mine arms, or I in yours, for I think it long since I kissed you. Written after the killing of a heart at eleven of the clock, minding, with God's grace tomorrow mightily timely, to kill another, by the hand which I trust shortly will be yours, Henry R. This, of course, refers to the arrival of Cardinal Campeggio in Paris. The letter is full of hope that he may get his divorce soon. Letter 7 Darling, though I have scant leisure yet, remembering my promise, I thought it convenient to certify you briefly in what case our affairs stand. As touching a lodging for you, we have got one by my Lord Cardinal's means, the like whereof could not have been found hereabouts for all causes, as this bearer shall more show you. As touching our other affairs, I assure you there can be no more done, nor more diligence used, nor all manner of dangers better both foreseen and provided for, so that I trust it shall be hereafter to both our comforts, specialities whereof were both too long to be written, and hardly by messenger to be declared. Wherefore, till you repair hither, I keep something in store, trusting it shall not be long too, for I have caused my lord your father to make his provisions with speed, and thus, for lack of time, darling, I make an end of my letter, written with the hand of him which I would were yours. Henry R. Letter 8 Though it is not fitting for a gentleman to take his lady in the place of a servant, yet complying with your desire I willingly grant it to you, if thereby you can find yourself less uncomfortable in the place chosen by yourself than you have been in that which I gave you, thanking you cordially that you are pleased still to have some remembrance of me. Henry R. Letter 9 The cause of my... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Writing at this time, good sweetheart, is only to understand of your good health and prosperity, whereof to know I would be as glad as in manner mine own, praying God that, and it be his pleasure, to send us shortly together, for I promise you I long for it. Howbeit, I trust it shall not be long too, and seeing my darling is absent, 
I can do no less than to send her some flesh representing my name, which is heart flesh for Henry, prognosticating that hereafter, God willing, you may enjoy some of mine, which he pleased I would were now. As touching your sister's matter, I have caused Walter Welsh to write to my lord my mind therein, whereby I trust that Eve shall not have the power to deceive Adam. For surely whatsoever is said, it cannot so stand with his honour, but that he must needs take her, his natural daughter now in her extreme necessity. No more to you at this time, mine own darling, but that with a wish I would we were together an evening. With the hand of yours, Henry R. This one refers to the fact that Mary Boleyn's husband had died in the sweating sickness outbreak I mentioned earlier. His death left Mary in considerable debt, and so Henry here is telling Anne that he will provide for her sister. Letter 10 Although, my mistress, it has not pleased you to remember the promise you made me when I was last with you, that is, to hear good news from you, and to have an answer to my last letter, yet it seems to me that it belongs to a true servant, seeing that otherwise he can know nothing, to inquire the health of his mistress, and to acquit myself of the duty of a true servant. I send you this letter beseeching you to appraise me of your welfare, which I pray to God may continue as long as I desire mine own, and to cause you yet oftener to remember me. I send you by the bearer of this a buck killed late last night by my own hand, hoping that when you eat of it you may think of the hunter, and thus, for want of room, I must end my letter, written by the hand of your servant, who very often wishes for you instead of your brother, Henry R. Classic Henry thinking that by talking about meat a lot, he might arouse Anne's passions. There's nothing like killing a deer to make yourself irresistible to women. Letter 11 The approach of that time for which I have so long waited rejoices me so much that it seems almost to have come already. However, the entire accomplishment cannot be till the two persons meet, which meeting is more desired by me than anything in this world. For what joy can be greater upon earth than to have the company of her who is dearest to me, knowing likewise that she does the same on her part, the thought of which gives me the greatest pleasure. Judge what an effect the presence of that person must have on me, whose absence has grieved my heart more than either words or writing can express, and which nothing can cure, but that begging you, my mistress, to tell your father from me that I desire him to hasten the time appointed by two days, that he may be at court before the old term, or at farthest on the day prefixed, for otherwise I shall think he will not do the lover's turn, as he said he would, nor answer my expectation. No more at present for lack of time, hoping shortly that by word of mouth I shall tell you the rest of the sufferings endured by me from your absence. Rim by the hand of the secretary, who wishes himself at this moment privately with you, and who is, and always will be, your loyal and most assured servant. No other seek. This is another one with a different signing off. Again, it has H and R at either end, but in the middle it says, no other seek, with AB in the middle of it. Classy. Letter 12. There came to me suddenly in the night the most afflicting news that, that could have arrived. The first to hear of the sickness of my mistress, whom I esteem more than all the world, and whose health I desire as I do my own, so that I would gladly bear half your illness to make you well. The second, from the fear that I have of being still longer harassed by my enemy, absence, much longer who has hitherto given me all possible uneasiness, and as far as I can judge is determined to spite me more, because I pray to God to rid me of this troublesome tormentor. 
The third, because the physician in whom I have most confidence is absent at the very time when he might do me the greatest pleasure, for I should hope by him and his means to obtain one of my chief joys on earth, that is the care of my mistress. Yet for want of him I send you my second, and hope that he will soon make you well. I shall then love him more than ever. I beseech you to be guided by his advice in your illness. In so doing, I hope soon to be with you again, which will be to me a greater comfort than all the precious jewels in the world. Written by that secretary who is, and forever will be, your loyal and most assured servant, Henry R. So Anne has finally caught the sweating sickness, and you can hear the panic in Henry's voice about it. He is truly fearful for his mistress's life. He signs this HR with AB in between both letters. Letter 13 Since your last letters, mine own darling, Walter Welsh, Master Brown, Thomas Kerr, Green of Brereton, and John Cook, the apothecary, be fallen of the sweat in this house, and, thank be to God, all well recovered, so that as yet the plague has not fully ceased here, by trust shortly it shall. By the mercy of God, the rest of us yet be well, and I trust shall pass it, either not to have it or at the least as easily as the rest have done. As touching the matter of Wilton, my Lord Cardinal hath had the nuns before him and examined them, Mr. Bell being present, which hath certified me that, for a truth, she had confessed herself, she would have had abbess, to have had two children by two sundry priests, and further, since hath been kept by a servant of the Lord Brooke that was, and that not long ago. Wherefore I would not for all the gold in the world clog your conscience, nor mind to make her ruler of a house which is of so ungodly demeanour, nor I trust you would not that either, for brother nor sister. I should so disdain mine honour or conscience. And, as touching the prioress, or Dame Eleanor's elder sister, though there is not any evident case proved against them, and that the prioress is so old that for many years she could not be as she was named, yet notwithstanding, to do your pleasure, have done that neither of them shall have it, but that some other good and well-disposed woman shall have it, whereby the house shall be the better reformed, whereof I ensure you it had much need, and God much the better served. As touching your abode at Hever, do therein as best shall like you, for you best know what air doth best with you. But I would it would come there too, if it please God, that neither of us need care of that, for I ensure you I think it long. Such is fallen sick of the sweat, and therefore I send you this bearer, because I think you long to hear tidings from us, as we do likewise from you. Written with the hand de votre sol, H.R. Letter 14 Darling, these shall be only to advertise you that this bearer and his fellow be dispatched with as many things to compass our matter, and to bring it to pass as our wits could imagine or devise, which brought to pass, as I trust by their diligence, it shall be shortly, you and I shall have our desired end, which should be more to my heart's ease and more quietness to my mind than any other thing in the world, as, with God's grace shortly, I trust shall be proved, but not so soon as I would it were, yet... I will ensure you that there shall be no time lost that may be won, and further cannot be done, for ultra posse non est esse. Keep him not too long with you, but desire him for your own sake to make the more speed, for sooner we shall have word from him, the sooner shall our matter come to pass. And thus upon trust of your short repair to London, I make an end of my letter, mine own sweetheart." written with the hand of him which desireth as much to be yours as you to have him. H.R. God, this is another letter that could really have done with a lot more full stops. 
This is another letter of reassurance, telling Anne that it will all work out and everything will be fine. Do I, though, detect a note of great sexual frustration in that sign-off? Letter 15. Darling, I heartily recommend me to you, ascertaining you that I am not a little perplexed with such things as your brother shall on my part declare unto you, to whom I pray you give full credence, for it were too long to write. In my last letters I wrote to you that I trusted shortly to see you, which is better known at London than with any that is about me, whereof I not a little marvel, but lack of discreet handling must needs be the cause thereof. No more to you at this time, but that I trust shortly our meetings shall not depend upon other men's light handlings, but upon our own. Written with the hand of him that longeth to be yours. Henry R. That letter is not the most interesting. I only interject to warn you that the next letter talks about boobs. Letter 16. Mine own sweetheart, this shall be to advertise you of the great elongeness that I find here since your departing. For, I ensure you, methinketh the time longer since your departing now last, than I was wont to do a whole fortnight. I think your kindness and my fervency of love causeth it. For otherwise, I would not have thought it possible that, for so long a while, it should have grieved me. But now that I am coming towards you, methinketh my pains be half removed, and also I am right well comforted insomuch that my book maketh substantially for my matter, in looking whereof I spent above four hours this day, which calleth me now to write the shorter letter to you at this time, because of some pain in my head." wishing myself, especially an evening, in my sweetheart's arms, whose pretty duckies I trust shortly to kiss. Written by the hand of him that was, is, and shall be yours by his own will. Henry R. Yup. This seems to suggest, without wanting to sound too smutty, that although they had not yet hit the home run, they had at least reached second base. Letter 17 to inform you what joy it is to me to understand of your conformableness with reason, and of the suppressing of your inutile and vain thoughts with the bridle of reason. I assure you all the good in this world could not counterpoise for my satisfaction the knowledge and certainty thereof. Wherefore, good sweetheart, continue the same, not only in this but in all your doings hereafter, for thereby shall come, both to you and me, the greatest quietness that may be in this world." The cause why the bearer stays so long is the business that I have had to dress up gear for you. Then I trust to occupy yours, which shall be recompense enough to me for all my pains and labour. The unfeigned sickness of this well-willing negate doth somewhat retard his access to your person. But I trust verily when God shall send him health, he will with diligence recompense his demure. For I know well where he hath said, touching the saying and brewit that he is thought imperial, that it shall be well known in this matter that he is not imperial, and thus, for lack of time, sweetheart, farewell. Written by the hand which would be yours, and so is the heart. R.H. This is the last one, and I wish we were ending on something a little more pleasant for Anne than being praised for suppressing her womanly arrogant thoughts. He is clearly frustrated with Wolsey and Campeggio, but is still hopeful that they will come to the correct decision. We can see now that she is permanently back with the court, meaning that there was no more lead for letters. I hope that you enjoyed this little supplemental, and who knows, maybe you found some words of inspiration for last-minute Valentine's cards. 
I've put a link to the public domain compilation of the letters so that you can steal them at your leisure. Thank you all for listening, and I'll be back in a week and a half for part two of the mini-series on Anne Boleyn, where she will complete her rise to power. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.